it's the same concept. It is great to be back. We took a little hiatus, but we're going to get right into our regular schedule program. Today, we are resuming with the third episode of our Black Lives Matter, because contrary to popular belief, this matter is nowhere near over. We still have much more to fight and many more steps to take to get to our equality. So guys, we have a lot of different opinions from the older generation. And the first one we will be hearing is my mother, Ivy. She stated, being a member of the black community, I identify with their plight extremely. I lived in the times where we weren't allowed to go in certain restaurants and we weren't allowed to be near certain people. I lived in the south side of Florida, so it wasn't too bad, but you still had bits and pieces of racism. But I also understand the plights of other minorities, being that my father was an immigrant from Jamaica. He came over here to have a better life, but when he but he didn't realize that when he came over here, he was also going to have to deal with the racism that they didn't have in Jamaica. Since everybody was the same breed over there, there weren't that many people coming from different places in Jamaica. He didn't know what it was like to be discriminated against in America. So we would go around and they would treat him differently, one, because he was an immigrant, and two, because he was also African-American. Even though what they didn't know, he had to take a admissions test, the citizenship test, to get into America, which therefore my father knew more about America than most fully born Americans did. And I never understood why people could be so cruel to other minorities. So I completely understand the plight, and I think we should keep fighting for what's right, but do it the right way. Don't Mm -hmm. offend people and don't ruin things that could later on help you in life, like rioting and looting. I don't think those things are right, but you have to get your message across some way. I totally agree with your mom. I think she's very well-spoken in what she said to start off with. Um, Because I don't think as us being, you know, we're the, what do they call us? The melting pot. America is considered the melting pot, you know. People from everywhere, different walks of life, different situations, different reasons for being here. Whether you were born here, you immigrated here. There are so many different cultures that are mixed in to make America, which is what's supposed to be so beautiful with the land of the free, you know. But as an immigrant, you don't, a lot of people don't realize, especially, of course, when her when her father came. No one thought about the fact that, huh, maybe people wouldn't want me here. Or, huh, maybe people wouldn't like me just because they're not going to like me, you know? So I think that's... Go ahead. Like Jen said, when you're an immigrant, you're just thinking, wow, I'm coming over here because I want a better life for my children. And I want a better life for me. I can get a job. I can do this, this, and that. But you're not thinking of... Because they don't have like so much of the discord that we have here because they appreciate so much more over there so they don't realize hey i may be discriminated against just because of the color of my skin right and it's just like which is something they shouldn't have to worry about because that shouldn't be something that's happening i don't think of course when you think of all these high points and good things about america like job opportunities um and there's not the type of poverty that there is and in a lot of other countries 
that there is where people might have came from, you don't really think about the fact that that could be an issue, that there could be issues like this that could leave a shadow over your life being here, which is something that I think a lot of people who move from other countries to here get misconstrued or a lot of people looking in on the country get misconstrued is that, yes, we're America, but we're not, we're also not perfect. Everyone, everything, every country has their flaws. Ours is obviously racism, discrimination, prejudice, hate, period. You can find that anywhere you go. So I thought your mom had a very well put and very um, well thought out opinion. Yes, I completely agree. And then another thing with immigration is you think you can't really hide because right. coming from different countries, you can tell that they have a different accent, which was one of the top, um, I guess you could say, issues with my grandfather because he had a very strong Jamaican accent. So it wouldn't be like, oh, he's just another black person here. It would be, oh, he's a black person and he immigrated from another country, you know, right. from another country. So he doesn't belong here. Which is totally understandable because I know we have, I've had, um, I've got friends, she moved from Germany here and I was like, wow, you have a really cool accent. And I was like, where are you from? Like, that's one thing that I'm really, that I, that point out or stand out a lot to me is accents. That's not something I discriminate against or discriminate at all, period. I don't discriminate, period. It's not something I practice, but that's one thing that normally sticks out to me is accents, so... Now on to the next opinion, which will be the opinion of my mother's. This whole thing that's going on currently in the world is frustrating. It's, um, it brings up a lot of emotions. Um, it's just pain and worry all clumped in one. Um, I just pray and, and hope that things will just get better and hope that with the new generation, there will be some direct change that is made and will be better for um, my children growing up. So, yeah. I completely agree with that opinion. It was simple yet powerful because it shows how this movement is impacting people that have younger children and older children mm-hmm. and impacting their lives because these people have to explain to their kids, hey, if you go out, be safe because you may right. get into trouble because of your skin mm-hmm. color. Not because you did anything wrong, but because you're discriminated against. Hey, right. be safe or do whatever the police tell you because I want you to come home to me. And that's a hard thing and a very emotional thing to have to explain to your kids. So I think like she brought the understanding of the emotions behind this movement rather than the rather than I guess you could say the vengeance behind the right. movement. Um, first of all, I did like Kyla said, it was um a really simple but powerful opinion. Um it definitely showed the perspective of a mother. Um yeah, I definitely showed the perspective of a mother. Um in it what she had she had said it was like and i hope that this generation um she had talked about our generation which is something i also wanted to touch on we have obviously proven ourselves multiple times that if we want to spark change that we can spark change 
We've done it on TikTok so many times, it's ridiculous. We've been getting, like, literally getting, like, um, recognized for TikTok starting stuff, TikTok starting movements, and it's been carrying over to other platforms, other places. We have, there are people in the UK that are questioning this type of stuff now, that are that is questioning the discrimination here in the US. So we have, as this generation, we also, we have obviously shown that if we see an issue, we can spark change to get it corrected. So, and now we'll be hearing from Kyla's father. And the movement now, I'm, I'm all for it. Like I said, it's well overdue. The rioting, I'm not for it all. I think that uh, just brings shame to the whole movement. The protesting is well and good, but the rioting, no. I think that should be eliminated completely. Uh, uh, it makes me really sad to watch that uh, video with uh, the white policeman with his knee on George Floyd's neck because I, I can only imagine how that feels. It looks like a lynching, and it feels like a lynching where your breath is cut off. So I hate to see that. I, I do not like watching the uh, Aubrey being shot and killed. Well, one thing I do say, thank God for videos, because now you can see it for yourself. It's not a hearsay. Mm -hmm. The police can't say, well, she was uh, resisting arrest when the video said I was cooperating. So I think it's well overdue. I do not like the looting. I do not like rioting. I'm all in favor of peaceful demonstrations. And my heart ate when I heard uh, Mr. Floyd call for his mother and not knowing that his mother had uh, already passed away uh, sometime in the past. But uh, I'm all for the movement. I'm not for the rioting. I completely agree with this opinion because it was really, you know, powerful how she was saying that she empathized with the families and um, victims of the police brutality. And it also showed how the older generation felt about the lynching and violence that was happening and the rioting and all that. It shows how they aren't in favor of it, knowing that they went through the same thing that we're going through. They went through racial discrimination, but still they don't think it's that's the way to turn towards. I'd have to agree. It was very powerful, um, especially when she touched on the fact that um, when, if you listen to the video of when George Floyd was being knelt on, you, he did scream for his mother. And of course, um, for those of you who don't know my grandmother, she has, trying to think, eight boys. She had eight boys. And so that, I know for her, that was really painful and it struck really hard for her knowing that she has so many grown men that were about the age of George Floyd himself. So it was great to hear how she touched on how she felt about that. And it also brought another um, perspective of being a mother of men 
because in like my mother Lynette she only has girls so the next opinion we'll be hearing is from Theodore Jada's uncle with the peaceful protests uh, we shouldn't be destroying our own people or our own areas it took a lot of people a long time to break the businesses up and if I was a business owner I'd be upset too I'd be upset about the George uh, Floyd situation, but I'd be upset about somebody destroying my store. That's my livelihood. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I make my money, how I take care of my family. Uh, anyway, uh, I do think that this has uh, gotten a lot of people's attention. i tell you the reason why, because of the COVID-19 virus. A lot of us uh, white people are to be at work, and we ignore it. We're home. And we can't help but see it on the media. You know, it's on every kind of media. Whether it's news, weather, sports, all over. You know, so you can't help you can't help but see it. You know, it's everywhere. And it should be. And people should take notice of that. Because it's it's gotten ridiculous. You know, we used to have uh this strep racism back when my mom was coming up and it became more you know, a disguise since I was coming up, but it's gotten to a point where it's gotten even worse than what it was back in the sixties, because we have a president nowadays. If he don't care, then nobody else gonna care. You know, if he think he can get away with it, you know, he he make everybody else get away with it. How can you sit there and know you've been uh, taped and you have all these body cams and you do it anyway? You know, you you had this thing where you feel like you're above the law. And that's not good, you know, no matter what it is. That's all I'm saying. So next opinion you're going to hear is Michael, which is my dad. My thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement is that it's something that I believe is, it's it's been well overdue. I believe that uh, at this time, people are able to look not just black, white, but all people are able to take a look at really what's going on. Since we've been in this pandemic, everybody's been having a shelter in place and now they're getting their information and it's coming out where everybody can see it. And right now, this is not just a movement in the U.S., it's a global movement. So... I I believe it's a it's a step in the right direction, but as what I'm seeing is happening now, it seems like certain businesses, certain people, is like they trying to overcompensate for the issue. Well, you know, what we want is just to have the rights and opportunities, and not feel like we're being hunted or have some kind of anxiety or have to live that way for us dealing with law enforcement. I have a lot of friends that are police, that they are police officers and they're really good police officers. Uh, I know of some that, that don't do the right thing, but you know, you have good and you have bad and everything. So, but I, I really feel for my friends that are the good officers and them because it seems like now everything they do is under a microscope. So, but I believe in the movement, 
far as the riding, I don't believe in the the riding and all that. I think that's that takes away from the movement. But if people was to understand the kind of anger and aggression that's been building up in these people and the things they've been having to deal with over all these years is it's a reason why I think it's just the emotions just go over the top. I wouldn't say it's, I don't agree with it and I don't think it should happen because with that, I think it just takes away from the black lives matter and actually what the message is and should be. opinion because it covered pretty much all the basics by saying why he thought looting writing was wrong, what he thought they could do to change it, how he thought the movement was necessary, and also how his experiences led him to supporting the movement. Yeah, I also agree. I think my dad touched on some really good points, um, especially when he what I think a lot of people get confused about is they think, well, they're taught, they don't support, um, they don't like policemen. They think all policemen are bad. No, I have, like my dad said, I've met his friends. We have police officers that live two doors down. Some of the nicest people I've met. There are just a lot of, there are a handful of bad policemen, possibly more than that, that are making all policemen look absolutely terrible. And it's the fact that these policemen are outweighing the good policemen that I've seen, that I've seen doing amazing things, giving out food, jackets, blankets, money, all different sorts of things. And they're making, they're making their jobs seem just so awful. Like I have seen so many, I've seen so many people just like completely slamming police. And I'm just like, that's not, that's not the issue. The issue is we need to have, we need to make people aware that what's happening isn't okay. So I like that my dad touched on the fact, um, touched on policemen as a whole. The next voice you'll be hearing, oh, never mind. <laughs> Being that I deal with racism my whole life, I really identify with this movement. I lived in many Southern cities like Birmingham, Alabama, and states like Mississippi that didn't have a favoring for black people. And when we were going road trips with my father, who was a pastor, we couldn't even use some of the restaurant's bathrooms because they wouldn't allow us in. And if we could go in, we had to go around the back. Now, I'm so glad that younger generations, like my daughters, have risen up and fought for what they want because even though we fought for equal rights, they still aren't giving them to us, and I'm so glad that they know that this is wrong and they can fight for it. But I don't agree with the looting and rioting of African-American businesses and other businesses, especially ones that have not been racist toward African-Americans. Because some home businesses, mom-and-pop shops, have been here for a very long time, and they support things like Black Lives Matter and that. But the protesters and rioters, aren't really doing their research on what it is. But I, like I said before, I'm so glad that we have fought for our rights and we are still fighting for our right to get to the point where we can all be equal. Okay. 
So I truly did love your dad's opinion. He gave a lot of background in that, um, especially when he talked about how he would travel and he wouldn't get to use basic things like restrooms, gas stations, stuff like that. And I think he's right. It is about time that we stood back up and started speaking out against this racism and oppression that's been going on against our people. So, Kyla? I agree with my father's opinion because, like you said, he did give so much background on the um, statement and the protest and how, like you said, he didn't get to use basic amenities. And that really shows that he's fueling for our change and fueling for reform so we can have the basic equal rights that we have always wanted. Next, you'll be hearing from my grandfather, Butch. I think it's justified because uh, this has been happening all of my life and I'm 66 years old and I've seen it ever since I was a kid so uh, now uh, the world is the whole world as a world is seeing it now instead of being in the United States the whole world is really recording and videoing it now this is worldwide it's, it just didn't happen overnight. And demonstrate. And demonstrate completely. And uh, it's just the way it is. I mean, it's a new, it's a new time. It's a new date. It's a new year. This is 2020. It's not 1950s. It's not the 40s. And uh, uh, whether uh, anything is done now, it's proceed. It, it's being the processing. The judicial system got to change. Mm-hmm. As far as black lives matter, it does matter. Everybody lives matter. I mean, you got black, white, brown, yellow. You got you got all kind of nationalities, but all lives matter now, especially blacks. And it seems to be recorded now as far as black people has been going through this all their lives. So now it's it's a changing event. Uh, the world is changing, and the Lord is coming back real soon. And we can see the signs and the changes. The Lord will be here real soon. And uh, that's you just get, all i got to say. Yeah. I really like that opinion because he touched on it's not just an American problem anymore. It's a worldwide problem. It's almost like the world is looking in on us like through a glass screen door, and it's showing... Like, it's bringing out the different wrongs that they've done, too. Like, it's making, they're looking at someone else having the problems of racism, systemic racism, and prejudice. And they're saying, hey, what have we done like them that we need to change? Or, hey, we need to provoke change for them. Right. And this, like you said, this is world, this is literally worldwide. I've seen so many videos of so many different places taking stands, taking down statues. Like it's and it's outstanding because it took our generation sparked something, and it's this we sparked wildfire and it's spread across the world, and it's absolutely amazing how we can say we are a part of that change. Just whether it's from us posting on Instagrams, inspiring messages, and all the way to this podcast, us speaking about it on this podcast. So, and it's also. When you think about it, it's all—it's crazy to hear 
like he said, he's 60 years old and he said it's been happening all this. It's crazy to hear that it's been an issue for that long. I don't think that ever necessarily clicked with me. It's almost like it kind of faded out and faded back in almost. So it was really, it really made me think about like how long this has been an issue and how disgusting it is that it still is an issue. So all the people you just heard from were African-Americans and people of color. So now I thought we'd move into, so I was sent an opinion from a woman named Misty. Unfortunately, I'm in a very, I'm in a very difficult position, being a minority Mexican and being a law enforcement officer. Understand and see both sides. It's been overwhelming to say the least. So that clearly shows that, like we had said, we don't, not all, um, we don't believe that all policemen and women are bad. It's just, it's difficult, especially in her um, situation. You see, she is a person of color as well as a law enforcement officer. So it's, it's got to be so hard to deal with something like that, especially when you see all these people fighting for what they believe in, but you also feel like you have your place to help maintain safety and order in the world. So, Kyla? Um, I also agree with Jada because it shows the position of a law enforcement officer. Because we're definitely not saying that all cops are bad. It's just a system of a certain amount of cops are making the whole system look bad. They work for a bad system. That's the problem. And it's the second thing is the fact that she is a minority. So she's saying, I want to fight for this cause, but I also want to back my um, brothers and sisters in the workforce. And this was another opinion that was sent to us. The current state of our country has cut me to the core. My heart aches. How can this still be happening in 2020? How can I not only be hearing about their mistreatment of the, at the national levels, but also at my friends? Stories from school that we attend together, teachers we shared, it makes me take a moment and evaluate myself and realize there's also always something more that I can do better. We can always be better. Ultimately, we are all God's creation, all made in his image, and that way we should that's the way we should see each other my husband and i have strived to always teach our children this, but the events that are taking place have made me realize that we need to take the conversation further some of my dearest friends are african-american i don't see them as anything but my dear sweet friends but i need to see more i need to see and understand the challenges that they face and i don't face just because of the color of my skin. I can't completely understand the hurt and the struggles, and I've never faced them, but I can feel so much empathy. I can sit and listen and cry with them in the struggle. I can do better. I can help my children do better as well. I can and I must mm-hmm. help them love everyone, mm-hmm. to see everyone as God's children, and appreciate all of our beautiful differences. Okay, so first of all, this is, since I know who this is from, she's one of my favorite people ever. She's literally the sweetest, and she has raised her children so well to exactly what she was talking about, to these standards. And this is, like, the perfect example of an ally. She wants, not only is, she's not dismissing or half-heartedly putting effort into what she says that she's trying to trying to do. There have been a lot of people I've come across and be like, well, I'm not racist and Black Lives Matter and this is so wrong. But then once 
this died out as a social media phase, I haven't seen anything else come from them. So it just, it shows how there are some people that have so much empathy and hurt so much, whether they are a person of color or not for the people that are being affected by this movement. And it just, and it brings so much light to this because it shows how a lot of people see this movement as tearing people apart and putting people versus people or this versus that. And it's honestly for the people that see the right and the power behind this movement, it's bringing so many people together. Um, there have been a lot of people that I have come in contact with and just had very civil conversations with that didn't necessarily understand the magnitude of the movement. Even some close friends I've had come to me with questions about like, well, what? If, why would they be defunding police? Or like, what exactly started this? Or like, what? why the looting and the rioting? Stuff like that. And it's been so respectful the way that they come to me is in like, it's amazing because I've been come at so many different ways about like you're this you're that and it's just I love people that will come to you with empathy and respect and have questions and stuff like that but Kylo I completely agree with this opinion because I have so many um Caucasian friends and my godfather is actually Caucasian so I definitely understand what it means to be an ally, and she definitely is, because she shows the empathy and the true hurt that she feels for us, and she shows how she's trying to do better. She's not just saying this because it's a political movement or because it's expected of her to say it. She's saying it because she wants to do better, and she wants to teach her children how to do better so we can have more great people in the world like her. Right. So I have one more person's opinion to share with you. And before I started, I had been I had been talking to this lady about trying to get in touch with her because I knew her through my family. Um, my mom actually knows her and she works at Pixar. So I can't, she decided that she wanted to remain anonymous. So she said, with that being said, and just to write to you, write to you her here, I can happily tell you and her that there is a ton going on in the company in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. There's also more work to be done, but I've been very impressed with things at the company so far. My quote is, if you believe in a cause, be willing to stand up for it, whether that cause has a million people by it or you're by yourself. By Otis T. Johnson. I think that, like, is so powerful. Did you want to elaborate on that a little bit? So pretty much, I would guess it means that you can't be by a cause just because it's a trend, which is what a lot of people did with the Black Lives Matter cause. They did it because everybody else was doing it, and it was a trend on different social medias. But if you're really standing behind that cause, once all the hype is done off the social media, you'll still fight for that cause. I think that is so true. Okay. So my quote was, supporting Black Lives Matter doesn't make you a liberal. It makes you human. Supporting a vulnerable population should have no political affiliation. And I think that is so true because a lot of people have spin this to be like, oh, well, you're a liberal or like, or well, you're a Democrat. It's not even about political parties right now. It is about hu like being a humane and decent human being. Like if you can, you, if you can't support 
stopping the murder of innocent human beings or the unjust murder of human human beings, then you need to look inside yourself and ask what's wrong. Before I sign us off, I want to thank everyone who included their opinions in our three-part series. And if you look at our link tree, I know it's linked on our Instagram, and I'll put it in the description for this episode as well. We have, there should be a little slide-up bar at the bottom of the page that will bring you to a um, another link tree that'll have, that has a ton of resources. I've looked through a good amount of them, and they're really credible. So if you're interested in educating yourself, there are those resources there for you. But that is all we have for you guys today. If you would subscribe or follow, share, share, leave a review, five stars, and follow our Instagram at it's the Cam- at it's the same concept. It'd mean a lot to us, and we will see you next week. Bye.